Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Mike the Gardener podcast, sponsored by those lovely people at Natural Grower who supply plant-based products for both organic and chemical-free gardening and your houseplants. Hello, 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 and welcome back to this week's exciting episode of the Mike the Gardener gardening podcast. Being of a certain age, and no, I'm not going to tell you how old. Oh, go on then, I'm 31 in September. (laughs) Believe that and you'll believe anything, of course. But all joking aside, I've always been passionate about looking to the future of gardening and horticulture, and in particular, thinking about where the next generation of young gardeners will come from. In today's episode, I chat to Victoria, who is the chair and the national organiser of the Young Horticulturalist of the Year competition. Now, as the title of the competition clearly tells us, this is a competition to find the best young talent in horticulture. One of the most reassuring things that comes out of our chat is that there can be up to 2,000 entrants into this competition, so there is young gardening and horticultural talent out there for sure. Victoria tells me about the competition, how it came about, what's involved in the process and lots, lots more. It's a truly fascinating episode and If you know of anybody who is eligible to join the Young Horticulturalist of the Year competition, do point them in the direction of this podcast and the website which you'll hear during the course of this episode. I started our chat by asking Victoria what the Young Horticulturalist of the Year competition is. Okay, so the competition is a UK and Ireland wide competition that's designed to promote and recognise the talent of young horticulturists um, who are either working or studying within the industry. So it's run by the Chartered Institute of Horticulture um, in uh, conjunction with the Shropshire Horticultural Society. Um, We organise it and the Shropshire Horticultural Society very kindly uh, sponsor and fund the grand final. so uh, we were always thankful to them. We couldn't do it without them. Oh, and yeah. that in, we couldn't do it without them. Yeah. So are you able to tell me the Shropshire Horticultural Society, how they got involved with it? To be honest, there's not a lot of records of how this started. Right. I can't really find information <laughs> on how it got going and things. Uh, but part of it is recognising uh, the legacy of Percy Thrower. Mm. Um, so part of it's to do with that and as I say it's it's not 100% sure where it all came from in the first place uh, but it um, the competition started in 1985 okay but it was 1990 before we've got any real sort of records of of it becoming um, uh, an a fixture on uh, the calendar for both the Institute and the Shropshire Horticultural Society. So. so it's quite well established then in terms of the number of years it has been running that you know of at least. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean that's, uh, it's been, uh, my predecessor um, had uh, been uh, running the competition for 20 years. So it, um, it's, it's well established and well underway these days. And how long have you been at the helm, Victoria? I took over in 2020. 
Okay. Um, but unfortunately, obviously, COVID, um, the dreaded C word happened, mm. and um, we uh, we had to cancel uh, the grand final in 2020. So I took over officially um, last year. Uh, so this is this is only year two for me. So. <laughs> <laughs> and so, so how's it going in year two? It's it's actually going really well. We've um, last year I was quite lucky because last year had kind of already been organised because it had been from the year before. Yeah. But so far, she says, touch wood, um, it is it's going very well. We um, are on track for the grand final this year. It's at the University of Warwick. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's uh, at the shameless plug Saturday seventh of uh, May. Uh, is the grand final this year and um, uh, as I say we're in Coventry at the university so we're looking forward to that. So how does it actually work? What's the process and roughly how long does it take? So the competition is done over three rounds. Um, We start on the 1st of February with round one now they used to be heats it used to be done um where we would have colleges and institutions and various uh, venues would host um they would get sent out a powerpoint with 40 multiple choice questions on it but we took the opportunity when uh because of the cancellation for COVID, we took the opportunity to have a good look at the competition and we now have put round one online. So it starts 1st of February, runs for the whole of February and um, you, it's still 40 questions, Mm. but because of the programme that we now use for it, we've got lots of different types of questions. So it's fill in the blanks, match the answers, all this sort of thing. Um, so you go online, you do that. And then where the Chartered Institution, uh, Institute of Horticulture is broken down into eight regions and um, the top eight from each of those regions then goes on to uh, take a place in the regional final. Uh, they're held across the whole of March so there's eight regional finals um, in March and then the grand final itself is held uh, the first Saturday in May Um, so it's it's a short it takes there's lots and lots of organizing before that but it is quite a short period of time um, from start to uh, to when we're all stood at the grand final with our our eight finalists So who is involved in the process of judging and assessing these young horticulturalists who have entered this competition? Um, It's not judging as such. We've got um, uh, the regionals and uh, the grand final are run uh, in with the same format. So it's uh, four uh, buzzer rounds. It's all questions. So there's four buzzer rounds, four directed question rounds. And two ident rounds, one for plant idents, for trees, shrubs, bulbs, that kind of thing. And then a pest, disease, disorders and weeds ident. Um, okay. So we do that for regional and so there's an adjudicator. Those questions are written um, by the vice chair, uh, Christopher Harper. Um, he took over the same year as me as well. <laughs> so we're, we're, both, we're both new to it. Um, but uh, the vice chair, he writes the questions and then we have people vet them. And there's a number of us that look at them. And uh, then there's an adjudicator. Uh, there's always a second adjudicator. 
at each of the events at the regional and then at the grand final. Um, and it's it all comes down to, to points win prizes. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, um, so you said that there's a buzz around. Is that like being on a game show and you literally the first person in? Yeah, it is indeed. Um, it's what is called a slammer system. And basically each of the contestants have a wireless buzzer and it is first, it's first with the hand down and it comes up on the board. It's all uh, linked up to a laptop and it comes up on the screen who got there first um, and they get to answer. If they get it right, they get the points. If they don't, someone else can answer and take the points. So it is, it's quite nail biting. It is quite I fun bet. doing doing the um, doing the buzz around. Uh, but then the directed questions, I think, are harder because right. there's not everybody gets a shot at something that they might know yeah. in a buzzer round. But uh, the directed rounds, it is very much you either know it or you don't. So I think they're harder. <laughs> <laughs> in the buzzer round, then, how many people might you be competing against? Um, it's eight people. So in round one, we can have anything up to, I mean, in the past we've had as many as 2,000 people enter the competition. Goodness and me. Yeah. So it's, well, that's it's, really reassuring to know that there are 2,000 young horticulturalists out there for starters. What a wonderful yeah. thing to hear. Yeah, we've got, there, there are lots and lots and lots. And we found since putting the competition online, we've actually found that more um, self-employed and employed people. So a lot of the uh, the bulk of entrants before have been students, mm. um, but we're finding that's starting to balance out now. We've taken it online. That's uh, So that's been really good. So, um, so round one, you could be up against, you know, lots and lots yeah. but the regional finals it's the top eight from round one that go forward to the regional finals so you're up against eight and then in the grand final the eight regional final winners then come on and there's eight in in the grand final as well so wow so if if i were a young horticulturalist how might i find out about the competition because now it's gone online do you find different ways of promoting it uh, social media has, like for, for I think everybody in any advertising, um, has really helped us push the competition out there and has allowed us, you know, to, to have the link to enter the competition online, you know, there in people's inboxes and on news feeds and things. So we've really harnessed uh, social media to help push it. Mm. And we when you look at the numbers of when the entrants come in because all the figures come to me you can see where the next social media hit's gone out because you get this glut of entrants <laughs> and then it peters off of it and then there's another media uh, social media uh, uh, advertisement and off we go again with more um so uh, so we've really harnessed that um but we've got mail shots that we put out as well so we try and push it in every direction um, we can. There's lots of talk of TikTok, but I'm not sure I want to. I'm not. I'm certainly not a young whole culture designer, so I'm not sure if TikTok is. Well, I'm right. I'm right there with you, Victoria. Sort of like a, I'm certainly not a young horticulturist. I'm a horticulturalist, but um, TikTok, I can just about manage Instagram. So I think perhaps I'll just leave it there. <laughs> but I so, guess uh, sort of like looking at younger horticulturalists, the social media platforms are very important to them, I guess. Um, yeah, yeah. It's used a lot more um, 
by you know we do use Instagram we we use Facebook we um you know uh, and Twitter um and we just find that we're able to get it out there and get it but not necessarily always to a young horticulturist mm. but we get it out there and we have people say you know pass it on and I've had I've had entrants say to me before I didn't know about it but such and such told me or my boss saw it my boss told me mm. so um for us it's just getting it out out there you know we email to to big companies we email to you know the likes of the national trust and yeah you know get that get the word out there just share it far and wide um you know whether you're a young horticulturist or not but you know that's that's the hope so you mentioned that you can have up to two thousand entrants in that situation is there a selection process initially before they get to the first round or does everybody who enters have an opportunity to everybody who enters can have a go and see and it is points win prizes it comes down to I mean we've been left with where we've had to have tiebreakers and things but so so there's there's everything to play for you know have a go and I think there's more to the competition than just taking part um for me I've always said I learn something new every year I nobody knows it all and I've always it doesn't matter how long you do this mm. you know I say this to all the entries doesn't matter how long you do this job you will not know everything so I learn every year it's an amazing learning tool um but it's also a really good networking opportunity if you know you get to the regional finals even if you maybe somebody you know has won and you come along to a regional final to support them mm. there's there's you, you don't know who you'll meet and you don't know where it'll take you so I'm all for get involved um have a go you'll learn if even if you you know you you've not uh, made it to the next round you're still going to learn something you'll find something new out so and I think as well that network side of things is so important for gardeners to sort of like know there are other people out there especially if they're young and they're starting out to have sort of like someone to have a chat to and maybe ask the odd question see how it's yeah. all going what a yeah, fantastic definitely. initiative yeah it's really supportive you and I mean you you see the the younger ones speaking to people that have been in the industry and they get advice and it's you know and there's there's so many people from across all areas of horticulture Mm -hmm. so it's not it's not sort of siloed off that we only really you know come across these people and you know in this side of the industry it really is so broad that you'll get you never know who you're going to meet uh you know as a an entrant you don't know who they're gonna where they're gonna be from and obviously the the people that we invite to come and join them and that come along so you you meet all sorts of people from all sorts of walks of of horticulture which i think is really good as well yeah that's wonderful are you able to give us any examples of maybe some of the more diverse backgrounds that people can come into from um for this competition um uh diverse backgrounds as in the where the entrants have come from yeah yeah um we have all sorts we have people who are self-employed you know that have small companies we have people coming in from bigger companies from garden centers uh we have uh national you know national trust uh both uh national trust and national trust for scotland yeah. historic scotland the scottish winner this year um works for historic environment scotland at hollywood palace wow 
Um, so uh, we get people from all sorts. We get students that are coming in because mm. it's both people who work and for students. So um, it, uh, it's for anyone working or studying um, in the industry. So you might have people that have just come in. We had mm. uh, one uh, young man uh, enter who had literally been in the industry for three months. Gosh. And he had a go. He was he had the most amazing attitude. He was like, have a go. I don't know what I know, what I don't know, but yeah. I'm going to try. And he really enjoyed it. He said it was great. He said he's learned loads mm. and he got right in. And he'd been at it for three months. So uh, so we get all sorts of people from all sorts of places enter. And um, and would I be right to assume that if you aren't successful, you can reapply or does it once you've applied, you can reapply? Yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, the entry requirements are that you are working uh, or studying in any area of horticulture mm. and you have to be under 30 on the 31st of July in that year. Oh, I'm 31. So, yeah, the 30th, uh, the 31st, sorry, of July, um, Mm. 30 and under. Um, So it used to be 25, but um, the the Institute and the Shropshire Horticulture Society a number of years ago decided uh, to put that up to to 30. So... um, Oh, it sounds like a great initiative for whoever enters, as you say, even if they don't maybe get round to get through to the uh, the rounds, yeah. networking the knowledge and just the opportunity to have a go. Sounds wonderful. Yeah. yeah. What does a winner get? OK, so the winner gets um, the Percy Thrower Travel Bursary, which uh, sits at a whopping two and a half thousand pounds. Wow. And that is to, uh, they can use that to travel anywhere in the world. So um, we've had people in the past, we've we've had uh, people off to the Galapagos, Philippines, uh, Medina, New Zealand, the Amazon. You know, there's, there's, uh, there's nowhere you can't go. And you can use the the prize to either fully fund a trip. So it Mm. might be that you've worked it round and it fully funds a trip. Or you can use it to part fund. So we've had people in the past that have done a lot bigger trips, but they've used the the bursary to pay for the transport, you know, their travel as opposed to they've they've managed to get, you know, stayed in hostels and things and sort of their own accommodation. Um, Or somebody's paid for their own flights and they've used it to travel across one part of the world and they've paid for accommodation with it as they go so it's really flexible in terms of of what you can do but you can go anywhere and that's the bit that anywhere that's the bit that I always I get really excited about that because I just think oh I'd love two and a half thousand pounds to go and uh you know anywhere in the world and speak to people about horticulture would be great so once you have your, was it eight regional finalists, do you start uh-huh. to ask them at that stage, what would you do if you won? Where would you go? Do you start to get yeah. a feel for what they're... Yeah, we start trying to get them to uh, to think about what they would like to do. Um, a lot of them are like, I have absolutely no idea because they sort of sit back and think, oh God, I haven't. Mm. I haven't really thought about it yeah. um, because they've just thought about getting through the competition as mm. opposed to sit. And um, we've had a few in the past who are like, if I win, I'm doing whatever. We had somebody 
who uh, was really interested in yucca and he was like if I win that's what I'm going to go and study and and that was he was already set but generally most of them really haven't thought about it because mm-hmm. I think a lot of them are just the process and the nerves and everything of getting through and then getting off and sitting in front of 150 people um at the grand final to try and uh, to try and win it's uh, it's a lot to take in on the process yeah absolutely yeah. And, and do they have a time scale in which they need to travel or is that open-ended um we try um and encourage them to do it as quickly as possible mm. but what we do is if they've got their proposal into us um, so they have to fill out, they have to give us a proposal um, and then that gets approved by uh, the Young Hot team. We mm-hmm. look at it and say, right, OK, well, that is, you know, that that is a, a proper horticultural trip um, because it has to be something. It's not just, a, you know, around the world. Jolly, they have to be going to do something yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, with horticulture. So we do have to approve it. Um, but sometimes you find that they put their proposal in but they're, I'm studying or I need to finish my degree or I, I'm wanting to do this first. So they're not doing it for a few years, yeah. but we have their proposal. It's sat there, it's waiting. I'm ready to go for them. So, I was very lucky enough to chat to Roy Lancaster just a few weeks ago, and he All was right. telling me about his plant hunting expeditions to Nepal. So for the winner, what a fantastic thing to be able to put on your CV. Incredible. That's, um, I mean, I'm all for opportunities. You don't know where any chance meeting's going to take you. I mean, I've become, you know, I've got as involved with the, the, the Chartered Institute of Horticulture as I have by, I joined as a student, took up my free membership as a student, and it was a chance conversation at a branch visit. And it's, oh, do you fancy helping out well six years later I'm running the entire competition (laughs) so that's you never know what conversation where or what opportunity is gonna is gonna come by you with Mm. something like this and it great on the CV you know if somebody's looking and saying right go you know you've won a prestigious competition Mm. you've had the opportunity to go and expand your experience you know and I just I, I I if I was young enough, I'd be I'd be constantly like, I want, I want, I want. And, Absolutely. And so would I. I'd be there sort of vying with you, Victoria. <laughs> we'd be in the we've buzz had, around together. <laughs> sitting there just waiting. <laughs> it's, we've had people that have come through a number of times um, and they've come through, you know, they've maybe won the regional two or three times and not made it at the grand final. And then over time, they've made it. They've got wow. so it's taken them a few years, and then they've got it. They've they've won the grand final. So it's um, you know who anyone could win it. It's mm. not a it, it's not about well they're smarter than me or they do this or they've got that job or yeah. I've only been studying for two years. They've been doing. It's not about that at all. It's you know it, it's it's learning. You know as you learn, as you get more knowledge. Yeah these things come to you and not everybody covers everything you know the competition questions cover all areas of horticulture so you might not know those few questions yeah and somebody else does but you might have loads of knowledge about you know another area so it might be ornamental you know the ornamentals or some you know you might have the science side of it yeah yeah it's really it's really broad so it doesn't it doesn't hold anyone back you know it's not specifically 
directed at one sort of section mm. of horticulture, which I like. It, it takes me back to my college days when I was studying with the RHS, my level one, two and three, sort of like the, the plant eye dents, the disease eye dents and all the questions in the examinations. And she said, you'll never know it all. And in this wonderful business that we're in, this wonderful world of horticulture, you learn every single day. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the great thing with the competition, uh, you know, and and I love it as a learning tool. Mm. You know, you can you can go back to the questions and say, well, I didn't know that I got that one wrong. You know, what was the answer? Well, I want to learn more about that. Yeah. And I sometimes think, um, you know, you might find that something new that you think, oh, actually, I didn't know that existed. Mm. And that then may be a different, uh, you know, path for you to take. So. Uh, yeah uh, that's all uh, a possibility i'm all for possibilities who knows what will happen absolutely you and i you and i both so looking at some of the previous winners what have they gone on to achieve after they won the young horticulturalist of the year all sorts of things again we've had people who have gone and become self-employed you know um varying sizes of businesses some people you know have their own you know be it landscaping garden design things like that or they work for bigger companies or now own bigger companies. Um, we've had lots that take up, you know, prestige positions at places like uh, Chatsworth, Q, uh, RBG, Logan Botanic Gardens. Wow. Um, uh, one of the winners uh, was uh, located, relocated to Scotland uh, and went to work there. We've got ones that go off to teach. So we've got um, a biologist, somebody went on to be a biologist and heads up the Manchester Metropolitan University. Uh, Lee tutor there. We've got a lecturer now at Craven College, all over the place. Again, opportunities. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> a, a real launch pad for somebody's career to have this on their CV. Definitely. I won the Young Horticulturalist yeah. of the Year. So not it's, only have you got that, then you've got your travel opportunity to travel across the world to yeah. study more. Um, wow. And the yeah. £2,500 travel bursary, sort of like the Percy Thrower bursary. Incredible. Yeah. It, it really is. Um, it has been quite difficult um, for us to to keep on top of where our winners go because you mm. can't, you know, it's impossible. Um, so I would ask um, if there's any previous winners that are listening to to this please get in touch let me know what you're up to these days um and you can do that uh, by emailing me on yhoy at horticulture.org.uk um, oh, that's wonderful uh, just so get in any... touch let me yeah. know what you're doing i'm more than happy to invite you to a grand final come tell us what you're up to Oh, a big shout out. If there's anybody out there who's been a previous winner, do get in touch with Victoria and I'll put that email address at the end of the podcast and on the podcast information page. Um, oh, I hope you find some more. That would be wonderful. It would be great to get in touch with, with people that yeah, have, absolutely. have gone through the process. Are there any previous winners that we might now know or be aware of? Um, there, uh, we've had um, a couple uh, who have been involved uh, with Gardener's World. Uh, James Wickham, he's been a writer for the Gardener's World magazine. Um, uh, he was the winner in 1993. And our 2013 winner, Jess Stamp, was part of the Gardener's World production team as well. Goodness. So, um, so uh, a couple of, uh, of faces there. 
That's incredible. It's like to go on to such great things. Uh, I'm the chair of the Card Garden Media Guild. So if there's any of your previous winners or finalists out there who've gone into garden media, want to join the Garden Media Guild, then again, drop me a message at the <laughs> podcast and I'll put a link at the end of that as well. That's incredible to hear about this fantastic initiative. I say something I've been aware of for a long time, but I didn't realize quite how much was involved with it. Oh, it's there's there's more to it than just turning up and, you know, getting online and, you know, oh, it's a quiz. And if I answer Mm. it, there's a lot more to it. It's um, there's quite a family feel for the ones that, you know, the the people that have been organizing it. Um, Mm. I'm regional organizer for Scotland as as well as organizing it uh, nationally. And, you know, a lot of us have been doing it for quite a while and we become a family and you, you, your entrance, you do see the same, some of the same people come back through, yeah, yeah. you get to know them and, you know, uh, within your own region, you end up knowing where some of your entrants are from and seeing them again when you're going about. And, um, and there is, it's a really welcoming uh you know event it's not yeah. it's not just you turn up and you don't know anybody there's there always be somewhere so horticulture it, although it's a huge industry it is quite a small world as well so there's it always going to be someone you know or someone you know uh, is going to know somebody else that's there so um so it, it's it's a quite a, you know a welcoming uh, I th- yeah, I've always said that I think us gardeners are a very welcoming bunch anyway, very sort of generous with our knowledge and our time. Um, yeah, I've, I've loved being part of this industry uh, for, the, for the number of years that I have. It's it's incredible. So giving, so welcoming. So we're recording this at Easter. So mm-hmm. I guess you're almost ready now for the grand final. Yeah, that's uh, we're in the process of finalising up. Um, I've got uh, eight finalists going through um, and uh, we're in the process now of just getting the last bits and pieces together and making sure the invites have gone out and um, uh, making sure everybody's got somewhere to somewhere to stay, something to eat. Um, uh, so, yeah, it's only a matter of uh, weeks. So it's uh, yeah, definitely three weeks. So remind us again. Uh, it's Saturday the seventh of May. Yeah, first first Saturday in May, um, and it is invite. Um, but if we have spare uh, tickets at the end, they go out to the the members to to the yeah. CIH members. But we obviously we invite our sponsors and mm. supporters. Our, our finalists always bring supporters as well. Um, we had. Uh, a finalist um from uh, q uh he was scottish uh regional finalist at q um but there was there was six of them and they were all sat with little scottish banners and a whole <laughs> and it was it was so fun there's this little sort of fan base in the audience so uh, well good luck to all of your finalists i hope you all do really really well and wish you all <laughs> the best of luck can i just ask um being a member of the Garden Media Guild, we have our awards. Mm-hmm. Is it a case of once you finish the awards, you're starting the next one? Are you ready for the next competition as soon as this one finishes or do you have a break? 
Uh, no, it's straight <laughs> in. We are already um, thinking. We are or we're well ahead. Um, I already know where uh, the. Obviously, I'm not going to announce it, but I already know where uh, the the grand final is going to be for 2024. Mm-hmm. I've organised uh, the next uh, Scottish grand final in 2028. I know Goodness where that's going to be. So, so we're always thinking ahead. I'm all, always one step ahead. The Gosh, moment... I think you're more than one step ahead. You seem to be <laughs> a, a whole dozen steps ahead of the game there, Victoria. That's incredible. Yeah. Yeah, next year's was is already already being planned. You yeah. have to you have to have a location in mind, mm. and you have to the location because we have to organise accommodation and things like that. It's it's quite a process of finding the right location close yeah. enough to somewhere that we can all stay, and you know, because people come from literally from all. Uh, areas of the UK so we'll have someone comes you know there's a winner from Ireland you've got your winner from Scotland so they we all have to sort of congregate together so it's quite a bit um, to to pre-organize so mm. so remind everybody again obviously applications for this na- this year have now been closed so when can people start to reapply for 2023 Yep, so that'll be the 1st of February. The competition will go live via our website on uh, the 1st of February, um, and that runs for the whole of February. Uh, basically, you go on to the website. Um, there's a link. If you go on, there's Young Horticulturists to the Year at the top. You go on, and then you click um, the link to enter. You fill your details out. You then get an email with the competition, your, your personal competition uh, link. You go on to that and you get given uh, the 40 questions. It's a programme, it's it's uh, called iSpring, and they send you, you know, the link directly to the mm. programme. You go on and you fill it out. And uh, that, and you can do that. You can get the email, you can do it. Uh, you know, you don't have to do it immediately. You get the email, you can maybe do it the next day or whatever, but you have that 28 days. Right. So the 1st of February, so via our website. So just another shout out for the name of the website, please, Victoria. Yeah, okay. So if you go to the Chartered Institute of Horticulture website, which is horticulture.org.uk. Wonderful. So if anybody is listening who is either a young horticulturalist or knows of a young horticulturalist, do point them to the website. Victoria, it's been fascinating chatting to you. I didn't realise quite how much was involved. What a fantastic opportunity for any young gardeners out there, the next generation of gardeners. It's just reassuring to know they're there and coming up through the ranks. Yeah, definitely. I'm really passionate about it. And I know yeah. the, the the others in the team are as well. Um, I unfortunately didn't find horticulture till I was 35. Um, so I've never been a young <laughs> horticulturist ever. Um, and, but I I know that the, the, the younger ones that are out there, they're our future. They're the ones that are going to do, you know, help us on the planet, yeah. help, you know, help us food security and all the things that we have coming up as as a, as a world globally mm. um and you know they are they are the future which and it sounds a bit cliche but not um, at all. i truly believe it and yeah. you know we're so passionate about getting 
these these, these guys forward. And well, like you, I share that passion. I'm always looking to think how can we introduce the next generation into gardening and show them the way. And what yeah. you're doing here is just a a perfect way of doing that. Thank you for doing it. Thank you for looking after it. And thank you for coming and chatting to me today and telling us all about it. It's been really insightful. It really has. Well, that's great. Thank you very much for having me. Oh, pleasure. Thank <laughs> you. Well, thank you, Victoria, for telling us everything about the Young Horticulturalist of the Year competition. Some fantastic work being done there to encourage the younger generation of gardeners and horticulturalists to progress within our wonderful industry. And if you do know somebody who should be entering the competition, do get them to listen to this episode of the podcast and point them in the direction of the website, which is horticulture.org.uk and then get them to select the Young Horticulturalist of the Year tab for more information. How refreshing and reassuring to know that the hands of our gardens, horticulture in general, and indeed our planet, is in safe hands. As always, it's been a pleasure spending time with you today, so do hit that follow or subscribe button to make sure you don't miss out on future episodes. And if you've enjoyed today's episode, please do leave a review with your preferred podcast provider. Now, as always, I'm heading off out into my own garden where I've got plenty to be getting on with, including feeding and watering my containers today. So whatever you're doing in your green space, I hope you enjoy it. And I'll see you again next week for more of the same. Happy gardening, everybody. Bye bye for now. Bye bye.